Hello, dear listeners, and welcome to a special episode of Extra Extra. It's all about whiskey. I do remain your host, Jason Johnston Yellen, Whiskey Wizard, and I do continue to be joined by Joshua Hatton, the Whiskey Cherub. Hello, Joshua. That's me. How are you, Jason? I'm all right, thank you. Normally, you or I, Joshua, would bring a news article from the whiskey world to the attention of the other. We'd read it in the first half of the episode. We'd riff on it in the second half of the episode. However, for this week, our friends at Westland Distillery in Seattle, in the beautiful Pacific Northwest of these United States, Mm. Mm -hmm. have reached out with their own story. And I don't think we've actually done it so far in Extra Extra, but we reached out to interview them for this episode. Am I correct in that remembrance? You are correct. We've never had someone on for for an extra extra. Like y- you laid out, listen, you laid out the normal program and what you're offering up is something Abbey, Abbey normal. Abbey normal. Yeah. My, my favorite among the Abbeys. <laughs> so just just to keep things a little comfortable here, we have a press release, we have a headline, we have a subheadline, we have an opening paragraph. Mm-hmm. I'm going to read them, okay. and then we're going to kick over to the interview with Steve Hawley and the good Matt Hoffman. Why isn't Steve good? <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna leave that to your imagination. <laughs> Headline Westland Distillery releases exclusive whiskies for savvy investors. And this makes sense to have it on extra extra because not but a couple of episodes ago we had a conversation about investments in oh, whiskey. That is very true. So I would say it is apropos. Subheadline America's leading single malt whiskey distillery enters the rarefied air of whiskey auctions with a collection of new ultra rare whiskies. And then, interestingly, we'll get into this in the interview proceeds benefit big table non profit for restaurant mm-hmm. and hospitality workers. Yeah, good on them. It's good. And then here's a here's an opening paragraph. We're not going to spend time with the rest of the press release, even though it's a very good one. Here's the paragraph. Westland Distillery today announces the release, mm. The Inheritance, and The Inheritance is in italics. <laughs> a selection of 25 ultra-rare single bottles of American single malt whiskey, each a -a one-of-a-kind expression that will be auctioned off at the distillery slash online Mm -hmm. on Thursday, April 1st. Yeah, 1st of April. That's a day. That is a day. Mm. Should we go over to the interview and put some leaves on these branches? I think we should do exactly that, Jason. And off we go.
So Matt Hoffman, Matthew Hoffman, Steve Holly, Stephen Holly, <laughs> you have sent us not whiskey. Would have now I have a note, not whiskey. You've sent us an inheritance, and I've been afraid to open this because I thought you know I'm not a, I, I don't know legalese right, and this seems like <laughs> a very official document. It is daunting, yeah. and so I'm hoping that you might be able to to tell us what the what is this. Westland inheritance, the inheritance. What is it we received? Well, Joshua, what you have in your hands is what amounts to an invitation. On April 1st, we're going to be hosting an auction. And in that envelope that you are not so gracefully trying to open right now, <laughs> so, somebody get this man a letter opener. <laughs> Jason, that'd be a nice holiday <laughs> gift for you. Yeah, he's, it's shoddy. It's shoddy. What you're opening now is the auction catalog, which details 25 bottles of ultra-rare whiskey that we will be auctioning off come April 1st. And it's 25 bottles of 25 ultra-rare whiskeys. Am I correct in that? That is correct. Each one is from a different cask. (laughs) One of a kind. so, So single casks have become... De rigueur. You're you're just we're over single cast now. It's not exclusive enough. Not Jason, when it when it comes to financial innovation, <laughs> which we here at Westland take very seriously, uh, <laughs> it is important that we step above and beyond what the whiskey industry has provided thus far. And the whiskey industry thus far as has simply provided the opportunity for many people to invest perhaps in one cask or a cask fund, as, as you gentlemen have discussed in weeks past. But at Westland, we are looking out for your financial future. And this is an opportunity to own something that is unique, one of one. There's nobody else that will have a piece of this. So I think, I think what we've provided to the financial community is, is a step above everybody else. It certainly reads that way. Um, <laughs> I, I feel like I, I could be sending in the shirt off my back here, but you say this is guaranteed to to make me money and or I can pass this on to my progeny. I would hope so. Certainly you're not going to drink it. That would be ridiculous. <laughs> as soon as you open that bottle, it's going to lose its value. So... Why would you ever open it? Thus, you know, Joshua, you asked, where are the samples? There are no samples. It doesn't really matter what it tastes like. As long as that's ultra rare, then it will hold its value for generations to come. So, Jason, yes, I would expect you to pass it down to your children. Now, who gets it? That's, that's a question for you to grapple with yourself because there is only one. I suppose you could bid on multiple bottles. There are 25 bottles up for bid. They are all sealed and interred in an impenetrable box. Um, so as to make sure that the next holder of that whiskey knows that there has been no funny business, no tampering to that. Mm. Um, mm. This, this was a point of clarification I was going to ask you about, and I was... I did read your language about, do, do you use the word, and you may have used it a moment ago, interred? Interred, yes. Which is a 
beautiful, striking word. And and I knew you were trustworthy when you used that word. But <laughs> the bottle is interred in the box. We're, we're Absolutely. Not, we're not getting into this. There's no need to get into this. This comes this comes down to integrity, Jason, right? We <laughs> we want to make sure that the integrity of that bottling is upheld. Again, not just now when when you purchase it from auction, but in in the times to come, right? It's important <laughs> that whoever comes in possession of this ultra rare whiskey, this this valuable investment can be assured that that investment is sound, right? Um, so the the packaging itself, and as you mentioned, the the language and the you know the pomp and circumstance around it needs to be befitting of that investment as well. Mm-hmm. What I like about the the packaging, from a whiskey drinker's perspective, is you're protecting people from themselves. Right, you could sure. go in and say, I, I really <laughs> want to taste that. And what you're saying is, Westland is is concerned about its customers' financial futures, and therefore you you disallow them. You don't allow them to get to the contents because you want them to to live live and enjoy the the, the finer things in life, like like whiskey you can't drink. That's absolutely right, Joshua. That's absolutely right. People can't trust themselves; they shouldn't. And Westland has provided a solution to ensure that um, if you can't trust yourselves, you can at least trust us with your financial future. <laughs> Look, whiskey investment is a relatively new thing, right? I think we can all agree that the exorbitant prices that are being mm. fetched for whiskeys has has skyrocketed in you know even just the last few years, maybe the last decade at most. So. We recognize at Westland that there are a number of people that are new to whiskey investment, and we, we take a great responsibility in helping them navigate that, right? And, mm. and the packaging itself is one way that we can do that. Speaking of, in, in the wonderful, beautiful, bespoke images that came out uh, with the, the email that you were kind enough to send us, Steve, there were some remarkable photographs of Matt Hoffman inspecting one of these bottles. Mm-hmm. And, and we will we'll share these images with, with our listeners. But what were, you, what were you looking for in that inspection, Matt? Because you had your white gloves on. You were, you were taking this very seriously. I, I believe there was a monocle. Well, yes. How am I supposed to inspect anything without a I, monocle? I apologize. Come on, come I apologize. You know, this, is, this is you can you guys can really show that you are new to the world of, of whiskey finances. We are. And whiskey Joshua does look so, a yeah. little lost, I will a, say. I, I feel lost. I feel lost, and I appreciate you guys taking us through the steps. Gentle hands, gentle hands. Absolutely. So, so what did you see through and, this monocle? Absolutely. Well, I, I, I saw ever-increasing value, Jason, is what I saw. I saw. <laughs> Please, I, I, think, I think you're maybe a little overwhelmed there by the value you've seen, Matt. And so now you've had a moment to just gather your thoughts again. Please c- continue. 
Well, that's the thing, Jason. I just, I just have to be very careful at not being so overwhelmed by the value itself because there's just so much of it. Makes sense. There's just so much value that's there, and and when each bottle undergoes this thorough inspection process, you know what we're looking at is first of all, can we see any, you know, uh, fingerprints from the underclasses? Ah. You know that would, you know that that would destroy the value of of, of the product. Uh, we also want to make sure that the seal, the box seal, um, the integrity of that is in place mm -hmm. so that uh, you won't be able to access it or drink it yeah. um, like a fool if you make a foolish decision, Jason, which I know you, you could from time to time. You, you know me. Uh, we want to make sure that you're, you're protected from yourself. You. Um, so we're looking for those things. Um, we're also looking at uh, potential uh, additional sources of value um, within the structure of the box and the whiskey itself. Mm. Because not only is this this one whiskey, one of one from each cask, unique, but even above and beyond that, is there additional value to be gained that perhaps uh, you can exploit over time? Now, you've got 25 competitors, and yes, they're all single casks, but if you're going to really reach for that next top dollar, you know there's there might be some slight imperfections there that when you look at your auction catalog, you say, perhaps, I want this one over this one and outcompete your friends. Well, two two quick things here. I like your use of the word exploit. And I and I I don't think we talk enough about exploitation in whiskey. Yeah. And so I thank you for bringing it up. But that that kind of to my next question, how would one decide on you know bottle 1 over say bottle 2? You know, you've gone to great lengths here yeah. to give cask information, which does cask play into value? Does distillation date play into value? What, what would a discerning investor be looking for from the auction information? Well, I think, Jason, mm -hmm. you know, we, we keep coming back to this, the idea that we are here as a team at Wesson to help guide you through this. And when I was watching Matt inspect all these bottles, of course, I had the full complement of specifications at hand. But what I noticed in Matt's ability to see the intangibles in each whiskey, mm -hmm. I thought was remarkable. So with experience in whiskey investment comes an understanding of those intangibles, being able to see what bottle number three might have that bottle number seven doesn't have mm. or vice versa. Mm -hmm. So really we're asking you to put your trust in our expertise um, because, you know, many whiskey investor, again, whether you're new to this or not, you know, there's always somebody that knows more than you. Uh, so mm. you, you should defer mm. wholeheartedly to those experts. Interesting. Interesting. So, so where would the where would the experts stand on potential value of heavily peated, over peated, over five malt? These are excellent questions, Jason. Yeah. It's, I, I well, I, and I was about to apologize if if that's a novice question. I I sincerely apologize, but value of, of well, cl clearly it is a novice question, but we're willing to forgive it for the sake of benefiting. Uh, all of your listeners here, and uh, yeah. So, you know, I think the value 
um, to be gained here is, is in your knowledge of, of whiskey investing itself. If you've been tracking the whiskey markets, if you've been tracking the cask, uh, the cask investment economy, it should be clear as day to you as a savvy whiskey investor uh, to know which sort of cask presents the most value. Um, and and that's ultimately what we want to encourage here is the savvy investors, you know, to look at this and they will know straight away, Jason. I know that you don't, but the savvy investors <laughs> will be able to look straight away at this catalog and say, aha, this will balance my portfolio nicely. This will allow me to secure the future for my mm. children and their mm. children. Um, it's it's just you just got to have that eye. You know, perhaps, you know, Jason, if you invested in a monocle, perhaps it would be easier. <laughs> That's I have the white yeah. gloves. That's good advice. <laughs> look, look, for both of you, this is something to aspire yeah. to. I don't want you to feel like you're so over your heads that you want to turn and run the other way, right? This is mm-hmm. this is where you need to muster a little bit of self-confidence and know that it's not going to happen overnight, but that you will develop this eye and develop this expertise over time. You may make a little mm-hmm. bit of money on these first few. You may lose a little bit of money on your first few investments, but I think over mm-hmm. time, once you get practiced at really <clears throat> recognizing where the value lies in whiskey, that you will start to see exponential gains, really, mm. which is the whole point. So, you know, money begets money, of course, uh, and that, that expertise will come. Okay. I, I like the fact that you believe in us, Steve. I appreciate that. Always. I, yeah. Yeah. Matt's, Matt's on the fence still. I, I, can, purpose, I can understand <laughs> that, but Matt is a critical eye. But frankly, guys, we need that critical eye you know, when it comes to selecting the whiskeys, and that's, that's important. So I, I do, I personally have a little bit of experience in uh, investments, in inheritances, et cetera. Oh, do tell. Mm-hmm. And, well, you know, looking through these casks, I see you've got some Banyuls casks. Mm-hmm. So I imagine you two subscribe to the, to the annual Banyul uh, manual, um, <laughs> you know. Obviously. Right? Yeah. And, and yep. so that's, that probably helped you guys to select these casks for this whiskey, I imagine? Well, the annual Banyuel manual mm. is something that is open to everybody. Yeah. And, and Joshua, as you know, <laughs> above the annual Banyuel manual is the true manual. Yep. The savvy investors are the ones that are you – don't, you don't get the one that's widely available no, to everybody. No, no. You're getting the one you're – on you're on a list, yeah. yep. Joshua. Yeah. And, I'm, and I'm sure that you are and, and just as I'm, I'm as sure that Jason is not. No, I'm not. Um, you know, there's, he's, he's, he's only on the annual Banyuel manual. And Joshua, you know that there's that level above. So, so <laughs> the the annual Banyuel manual is something that anybody can read, and we want to make sure that the savviest investors are the ones um, that subscribe to the most premium content um, above and beyond anybody else. Now, again, don't expect yeah. to gain access right away. You know, the novice investor, you know, will will need time to gain access to that exclusive information. The annual Banyuel manual, now that's available to everybody, of course. But if you're mm. just going off that, you're already a step behind, which is not where you <laughs> want to be when you're investing. True. And, you know, lis- listening true. to... <laughs> listening to... Uh, true. True, not true? <laughs> 100% true. It's just clear. I see I see Joshua, you, you see it... Uh, 
just as plain as day. You know, <laughs> it's very obvious to you as well. I, I think this bodes well for you and your potential whiskey portfolio. Yeah. So, well, credit, credit to you, Joshua. Well, you know, I, I'm I'm sitting back as I as I often like to do. I, I like to sit back. I let Jason ask questions, and then I and I form my future questions based on contextual clues. Mm-hmm. And now, now, Matthew, you'd said before that one of the things you were inspecting for when putting on the monocle and looking at the bottles was uh, fingerprints from basically the unwashed masses. And so my question to you is not just anyone can purchase this for themselves, right? So this, this, this must be at some sort of a premium. Can you talk a, a little bit on the investment side? Well, you've, you've received the invitation. This is not, you know, this is not open oh, it's to, invitation to everybody. Uh, you, well, yes. I'm sorry if that wasn't clear by the bespoke envelope that you clumsily ripped open. <laughs> 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 this is, uh, maybe makes us rethink whether the invitation was right for you. In fact, yeah. so, um, <laughs> <laughs> There's your so context, I, I think, <laughs> Yeah, Josh. Yeah. Look, Joshua, there, there will be many more attendees at the auction on April 1st than probably deserve to be there, present company mm. excluded or included. That That's up to your listeners. But Definitely included. make no mistake, as, as we mentioned in some of the materials, the creme de la creme will be there, no doubt. Those savvy expert investors will be there. So, you know, does a neophyte show up? Perhaps. But, you know, it is a dog-eat-dog world out there. And Mm -hmm. those that come with the experience are likely to be the ones to prevail in the end. Look, we weren't going to tell people this publicly, but we were going to invite a few ringers to the auction. A couple of, of people... For who you can outbid, and you can feel the satisfaction of your wealth Mm. increasing over others. That's a part of it. Over others. Your investment is increasing. So there will be a couple of plants, you know, in in the audience, and you'll be able to to feel righteous as your bids increase higher and higher, uh, and thus your wealth building higher and higher in front of other people. Um, That's a big part. And you'll be able to, Mm. to, to feel smug. About it in a good way. <laughs> we all want to go any- home at night feeling smug, right? And that—that's part of <laughs> investment success, right? Is being able to say, "Look, I'm better than the next guy or girl." Listen, I—I've said this. I'm now 47 years old. I've said this for years. When I get into bed, I like to snug with a little smug, right? Mm. Just that's yeah. how you—that's what puts you to bed at night. That makes sense. Is is there any truth to the rumor that there will be a butler fight in the alley behind Westland on Look, the we, day? This is a professional operation. We don't condone that kind of behavior. Okay. That said, this is going to be, as as is the sign of the times, a virtual auction. There's no mm. way for us to control the hijinks that happen on the other mm. end of the Zoom camera. So... I can't say there will, but I also can't say there won't, Jason. I, I, th- I think COVID has perhaps um, curtailed some of the butler fights that had been breaking out in recent years. So, well, you know, I, COVID, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say 
I wouldn't say that too quickly, Jason. I think it's just hidden from us a little more mm -hmm. during COVID times. I think we can all recognize that the markets have been incredibly volatile over the last year. Big swings in both directions that can put even the savviest of investors, you know, ill at ease. Mm. And I think a natural repercussion of that is, you know, some emotion, uh, some temper. Uh, I think those mm. can often be taken out on butlers and other people of employees. <laughs> so I think that that's still happening, unfortunately. But I also think that we are probably shielded from it to some extent because it's happening oh. behind closed doors. If we've learned nothing else from Naomi Campbell, but who else are we supposed to throw our cell phones at in a in yeah. a in a peak of rage? You know, that's many. Uh, Butler treatment is a hot topic in the whiskey investment community. It has to be said; it's out there. You know, it must it must be addressed at some point. Joshua has mentioned the statistics that are carried in the annual Banyol Manual. Um, and uh, yeah. he hasn't he hasn't shown them to me, but he has he has mentioned them in passing. Well, listen, just, you know, short story, the, the point of these numbers basically show that there are clearly not enough butlers being uh, abused uh, properly, at least not the numbers that, that they want to see in the, in the annual Banyol Manual. Um, so hope, I'm hoping that this might prompt some good uh, butler fighting. Well, again, that's, that's <laughs> all speculation, one. and that's where the annual Banyol Manual comes up short. Because it is still, you know, littered with speculation, um, whereas some of the other resources that, that Matt and I in particular have access to, there's much more reliable information there. Yeah. yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. So I, I had a question about the pack that I received. Yes. There was a, there was a, a third individual sheet that says um, uh, release statistics number one of 25, and it specifies a specific cask, the cask 6139, Pinot de Charon, et cetera, et cetera, heavily peated. And so do, do, other, do I have to, like a butler, do I have to fight someone for this? Do other people have this same one? Or is, or is this the one that I could potentially invest in? That's absolutely one you can potentially invest in. I wanted to share with you gentlemen some of the materials that will come with each bespoke bottle. Ah, so okay. you have there a certificate of authenticity. Um, again, mm -hmm. the, the knowledgeable investor will know that paperwork is important. That's not something that you want to lose uh, because mm -hmm. that is um, proof of, of your investment. Uh, the second thing is the statistics. So you know what you're investing in. And so you can do your, mm -hmm. your research. And the third is, is the <clears throat> the last will uh, addition, yes. right? It, we wanted to make it easy for you by providing you the legalese uh, on a simple card that you can fill out for the inheritance that you're going to bestow upon one of your lucky children. Uh, mm -hmm. And again, I, I don't think that will be an easy choice for either of you. But, um, you know, now yeah. one of the important things about investing is making sure your heirs are aware of what's available in your estate so that they can fight over it. 
um, and so that you can hold it over their heads uh, over the mm. coming years. You know, mm. Joshua, you mentioned you're 47. Uh, not a young man by any stretch of the imagination, but you still have a few <coughs> good years left in you. Um, mm -hmm. Yep. You can use those certain, years certain and use years the investment anyway. that you've just made to hold that over your children's head, right? And encourage... Uh, good behavior and encourage gifts and adoration so that they may be first in line for for this investment that you've made. So what I'm hearing is I should encourage incorrigibility <laughs> in my children, <laughs> and that will help determine who gets the bottle, encouraging incorrigibility. Hopefully they will see. See, Joshua, it. now you're, you're understanding that this – this wealth instrument, this this tool to to build uh, your equity, can be leveraged, mm. right? And this we get into get into very complex, um, you know, leveraged financial positions with this. And in your particular case, you're talking about using this financial instrument to leverage power over your children, which means that you get it. You understand. <laughs> Clearly, the, I, I, I rescind my, my previous insult about you opening the envelope incorrectly. You are meant to be here. <laughs> well, you can see how quickly the evolution can occur. You know, Joshua, who the listeners can't see, but through our Zoom call here was staring blankly at us for the first 15 minutes, has now, you can see the enlightenment kind of... Yeah draping over him um, he's he's well, he, he's getting it quickly which is which is impressive so kudos to you well, I, Joshua. I think that it speaks to the power of your own counsel hmm. really i appreciate that <laughs> so so let me let me continue to be the outsider in that case the the novice in the group the one who the one who's falling the, behind yes yeah yeah mm -hmm. the, the the one the one who continues to have questions over over this type of investment and and say somebody like me would would rather would rather give to charity rather than invest and and say they had an eye on on something like the big table Dot com that would assist hospitality workers during a more difficult time. Say I say I wanted to donate my money to them. What what would be the value of doing that? What, what, why would I want to do that? Jason, I'm glad you <laughs> asked about the ability to make a charitable contribution. And I yes. think again, and maybe you're getting there uh, with the question. I have hope. But making money and being charitable are not mutually exclusive. And this is a prime example of that. You know, mm -hmm. On April 1st, when you join the virtual auction, you can place a bid and hopefully be successful in securing one of these 25 bottles. Mm -hmm. uh, therefore, you know, putting yourself in a great position to increase your wealth but at the same time, the proceeds from that purchase, the money that you are outlaying to secure that bottle, is not going to us at Westland Distillery. Mm. Uh, it's actually going to Big Table, which is a fantastic organization that is helping mm. the hospitality industry, workers in the hospitality in industry, um, make it by in really tough times. So the proverbial win-win Right, Jason, mm. um, mm -hmm. where mm -hmm. you're supporting an industry and people that really need it right now, but at the same time, putting yourself in a great position to 
dramatically increase your own wealth. So that maybe, Boy. perhaps, you can contribute to Big Table or other charities in the future as well. I, I'm hearing both investment and tax deductible here. Uh, this, there you, you go. know, ah, and, uh -huh. and then Big Table. This sounds like a, a Michael Scott style win, win, win. We can't tell you everything, really but we I'm can lead for. the horse to water, can't we? Uh, and here we go for the second time calling each other horses. <laughs> <laughs> um, as, a, as a potential investor here, what, what could I expect a bottle to go for? Obviously getting into, into mm. auctions here, auction houses will invariably offer a best guess and sometimes bottles will blow way past that. Do you have a sense, given how knowledgeable you are uh, about investment and investors and, and butler fighting? Oh, that was a very impressive answer earlier, Steve. Um, do, you have a, do you have a sense of, of what bottles these wonderful, individual, singular, unique, I know that's a, an important word in whiskey circles, uh, these bottles will go for? Well, first of all, Jason, if you have to ask... <laughs> <laughs> you were doing so well you were you were really so was. well it was just he was getting the, the 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 pieces together about the charity and the tax deductions and now he's he's kind of up there with joshua in terms of and now you've plumbed the roller coaster and I, and I very just, uncouth uh, to be asking just, uh, people in an auction how much something should be worth and how much you should I, bid. I, I i am a man of the people I am plebeian in my lifestyle, so I should tune in. Look, I think we've all we've all seen whiskeys go for what might have been thought of as astronomical numbers before, but now, as people recognize mm. the value of investing and the kind of wanton waste of drinking whiskey, I think folks are are recognizing that perhaps. There isn't a number too high. You know, we've seen bottles go for tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands, and gosh, some are talking millions these days, are they not? So, um, you know, it's hard to put your finger on something. You know, something can be worth more if you believe it to be worth more, right? Well, it, it, it sounds to me, if I'm understanding you correctly, Steve, that astronomical is now just simply nomical. And so I, I would expect to see nomical numbers on April 1st. Would that, would that make sense to you? I think it's fair. Nomical makes sense. Yeah. Awesome. Hopefully I'm, I'm going up again in that roller coaster, Matt. Hopefully I'm, I'm showing some level of understanding here. Yes, the Jason indices are, uh, are steadily climbing here. This is good. <laughs> Jason indices. <laughs> I, I, I had, oh, go ahead. Go ahead, Jason. Yeah, I, I have one more question. Do you have one more question, Joshua? It's not so much a question, more uh, more of an observation. I'm just thinking, you know, assuming I'll I'll win, you know, in this in this auction, I'll I'll win at least one bottle of uh, of my choosing or whatever. Hmm. Um, I'm just I'm looking forward to taking that bottle home and holding up my bottle of Celebrius. And looking at me holding the inherited auctioned bottle in the bottle of Celebrius. 
on the, on the mirror that's on the back. I, th- I just, I'm really looking forward to that. That's just very meta. Just putting it out there. Yeah, that's yeah. very meta. But also, let's see if you're starting to track here, Joshua. But also, uh, speaking mm-hmm. to the ephemera and the documentation that I mentioned earlier, if mm. that photo then is added to the collection of paperwork that comes with the bottle that you are now holding and ultimately bequeathing, um, mm. that's going to help its value, will it not? Right? A bottle Amazing. of Celebrius, which has its own value, association now with your inheritance bottling, you know, here, here we have something going where you can create yeah. more value. You're not relying on the outside world to place value, mm. but you're creating value. We see very strong potential of the inheritance bottlings becoming the core of, of, uh, of funds. You know, you begin to take your inheritance bottle, and obviously this will be the most valuable whiskey investment that any savvy investor could own. Mm-hmm. And combined perhaps with other lesser investments, mm-hmm. it can form the basis of, of your own, um, you know, whiskey sort of sort of hedge fund. So perhaps, you know, Joshua, what you're beginning to see here, mm-hmm. and you've unlocked this this additional echelon of, of savviness in terms of your investment profile, so well done, is really the, the, big, the big arc here of how you can, again, leverage the wealth of the inheritance bottling to achieve something even greater. Wow. Mm. Wow. I, my mind is blown. I have learned so much uh, during this conversation. So much. And I... I'm still a newbie, still a rookie. Yeah. Yeah. I'm getting still butterflies in my stomach just thinking yeah. of the possibilities. The monetary possibilities are just, they have me excited. Joshua, maybe you're just a natural. You know, soon, soon, Joshua, you'll be, you'll be rich enough to afford actual butterflies in your stomach. Think about that. <laughs> <laughs> wow. It's an expensive operation, but let me tell you, the feeling is dynamite. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're at it again. <laughs> <laughs> for for the for the benefit of of our listeners, butlers uh, across the land and around the world, can can you be be crystal clear on the the URL for this auction and the the time of of di- no, <laughs> that's that's a face. <laughs> the URL is is a long one. Uh, you mentioned Big Table; they are the beneficiary yep. of the proceeds here. They are managing the auction site, uh, mm. which will be announced to your viewers through your website. Uh, I hope but also mm-hmm. uh, through uh, Wesson's various channels, particularly our social media channels. So it will be readily available. I think it would be unwise to try and read the URL right now and have listeners feverishly trying to write it down while they're perhaps driving. Um, okay. Since it is long. Um, be- being driven. Being, being driven, driven, to be well. clear. <laughs> Nobody's driving. <laughs> sure. yeah. Oh, gosh. What a... Oh, Steve. Um <laughs> But uh, yes, Big Table will be hosting that on one of uh, one of the new platforms that have emerged throughout the pandemic yeah. to to do just this kind of thing. While charities are looking for various ways to continue oh, their okay. fundraising efforts, but without being 
able to do in-person galas. Um, no. We'll have a virtual gala here, I suppose. So this, um, this is we'll make sure that well, that that, uh, that URL is readily available. Again, it begins the morning of April 1st, and it will be a 24-hour window where wow, okay. um, you can follow along and, and make multiple bids if, if necessary. And, um, yeah, follow Westland Whiskey on Instagram, Facebook, et cetera, and that will be made very available. Okay, well, I, I, have, I have time to hire a butler, and I will make sure that, that they tune in and, uh, and secure me at least one, if not all 25 bottles. Sure. I, I am, again, another I, piece of advice, Jason, you know, don't skimp on that. And remember that it takes money to make money, right? So don't just hire any butlers, right? Lies. Smart, really smart. I will not take this lightly. Thank you. Well, again, we're happy to be here to help you through, through all of this. eager to get bidding on these bottles, but the eagerness that you and I experience pales in mm. comparison to our very own Jess Lomacy's enthusiasm mm. to get bidding on these bottles. So let me just say, for further information on Big Table, you can go to big-table.com. We will make the big table link and we will make the auction link available at the Extra Extra Facebook page, the One Nation Under Whiskey Facebook page. We will share it with members of Single Cast Nation in the private members only group. You mm -hmm. can, of course, follow Westland. I'm sure they'll be linking it. But please note, even when you go through to the auction site, which is up. There is a countdown. It's a very exciting mm -hmm. countdown. The bidding will only occur on April 1st of 2021. The date of April 1st makes people think that this is an April Fool's Day joke. So this is an actual bidding. It's actually happening. This, this is a real auction. It is a real charitable auction. Perfect. That's that's you. You've answered you've answered my question, Jason. Yeah, so we're you. we're gonna have to work out a strategy with Jess because if Jess is placing bids on all twenty five bottles, which she hasn't told us that, I'm assuming that, then we're gonna. Ha there's no point us bidding against ourselves. It's hard enough to bid against other mm -hmm. people. There's no point us mm -hmm. bidding against ourselves. Mm -hmm. So we will be mm -hmm. working on a little bit of a an internal strategy but i'm excited i really i'm really genuinely excited and when you see the catalog and you read up the individual details any one of them could have been a, a bottle for the distillery store any of them could have been a fill your own oh yeah where you and oh. i and jess and sweet scott would have been eagerly trying to get our hands on them 
There are some interesting casks that they have. Probably better said, there are some interesting one-off bottles of whiskey that spent time in even more interesting casks for maturation, the Banyols casks that we talked about, the Pinot de Charent casks. Some really, really cool stuff for people to be bidding on. I will say, since we did record this interview, I have subscribed to the annual Banyol Manual. That was that was a shortcoming on my end, which has now been yeah. rectified. What did you have to give up to to get on the list, and and what will you be, you know, giving up annually to to keep your name retained on that on that list? Well, I, I feel as someone who already is a is a part of this, Joshua, you already know that the first rule of the annual Banyol Manual is you don't talk about what you gave up to receive the annual Banyol Manual. And and I have been sworn to secrecy oh. uh, upon punishment. I, I, I couldn't even begin to tell you. So, well, uh, Listen, I know you have a point you have, you have to say here, but you've passed the annual Banyol Manual mm. test. And I, and I want to say, well done you. Well done. I was wondering why there was no handshake, but now I know. Now I know why there was no handshake. There are other other layers to this. So this has been a, a slightly longer extra, extra episode, slightly uh, out of the, the normal tight 30 to 35, but I did say at the very beginning that it was a special episode. I think it's an extra, special, extra, extra. That's, it's like a, a Michael Scott win, win, win. <laughs> as was mentioned in the interview. So so without further ado, we will get out of here. Mm. Good luck to all of you bidding on April 1. We will all be bidding against each other, but we will be doing it to benefit charity. And that's the name of the game. And charity thanks you. Cheers, charity. Cheers, charity. Knowing about these things, there is a there's a level above the annual manual manual that <laughs> Joshua, I was, I was doing great there for a second. Ah, <laughs> oh, damn it! Uh. The annual manual manual is something like Matt said. <laughs> This day, oh gosh, gosh, gosh! You're a terrible comedian. <clears throat> it's okay, you've composed yourself. Composed myself. I don't know. Jimmy Fallon has made a career out of it. Yeah, that's fair oh, enough. That's very true. <laughs> <laughs>